When we say we want to understand someone, but then we view them through our own judgmentalism, we're not really being honest with ourselves. Compassion and understanding go hand in hand when we let them. Hello, this is Tammy Lenski, and welcome to The Space Between, a podcast about getting better results from our most difficult and important conversations. The Space Between refers to the figurative terrain between them and us, between where we are and where we want to be, maybe even between who we are and who we want to be when we're in a difficult conversation. And this episode is a lesson in compassion and understanding from a most annoying woman. A while back, a woman I found irritating taught me a powerful lesson in compassion and understanding. She and I were in an all-day meeting together, participants in a group of about 20. We also shared a lunch table, despite my attempts to avoid her. Her pattern of behavior throughout the day was steadfast. She steered most conversation threads back to herself, repeatedly hijacking conversations. And once she had command of the conversation, she worked hard to keep it, rarely pausing for a breath and droning on and on about her projects. She seemed oblivious to the social cues of those around her, missing the eye-rolling, the audible sighs, the shuffling of papers and moving forward in seats that typically signal people are ready to move on. I found myself rather fixated on her because she seemed so desperately in need of attention, yet unaware that the attention she'd commandeered was not the type she probably wanted. My thoughts about her were all unkind. She's selfish, oblivious, rude, needy. Around 3 p.m. and a few minutes before we adjourned, I found myself watching her and asked myself yet again, what is going on for this woman? Why is she stealing attention again and again like that? This time, though, my heart was ready with an answer. A gentle voice in my head said, she isn't grasping for attention. She's desperate for acknowledgement. The link between compassion and understanding. What made my heart step in this time when my critical self had ruled my observations about her all day long? I think it was because I kept coming back to that same question. What's going on for her? What is going on for her? What is going on for her? All day, I'd accepted the easy judgmental answers. The answers born of selfish irritation over being repeatedly thwarted by her conversational hijacking. The answer is born of irritation on behalf of others, too. But down deep, I must have known those answers were insufficient because I kept returning to the question, what is going on for her? It was only when I finally peeked past the conclusions drawn from irritation that my genuine curiosity could get a better view. To deeply understand someone, we have to step outside the boundaries of our own frame of reference. We have to make ourselves interested in seeing things from their frame of reference. Trying to understand someone only from inside our own frame of reference is like trying on a friend's great new sunglasses without first taking off our own. It's bound not to work very well. It's really hard to do, too, when we don't like them very much or see that they're rhetoric. When I'm struggling with this, I find this question helpful for pushing me past my own judgmental territory. What is going on for them? As we were leaving, I saw her off by herself and walked over. I said, thank you for all you're doing. It's clear you've put so much energy into your projects for others, 
and so much of your heart into caring about other people. It was not easy to say this. Part of me was still pretty irritated about how much air and emotional space she'd stolen from our day. But her response startled me. She put her face in her hands and began to sob. Eventually, she said, Thank you for saying that. It means the world to me that someone finally noticed. Then she hugged me fiercely and was gone. I stood there a long time feeling that hug. I wondered how different our day might have been if I'd found it in myself to acknowledge her sooner. I wondered how much irritation we could all have avoided. She allowed me to relearn something I know about myself and which the universe reminds me now and again. When I allow my compassionate self to lead instead of my judgmental self, I can change the trajectory not only of my own mood, but also of what's happening around me. You know, compassion alone isn't a cure-all, but compassion and understanding are kindred spirits. Thanks so much for listening. If you've been enjoying this free podcast, please add a rating or review of the podcast on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Those reviews and ratings really do make a difference. You can find past episodes at thespacebetween.fm. Transcripts of podcast episodes are available at no cost to my subscribers who receive an email each time one is available. Visit TammyLensky.com slash subscribe. That's T-A-M-M-Y-L-E-N is in negotiation, S-K-I dot com slash subscribe.